Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. What is going on, everybody? Hope you are having a great week so far. The sun is shining in the UK. However, I think when this podcast goes out, it's going to be snowing or raining or something. Typical England weather. Anyway, today on the podcast is an old friend of mine from, I think we worked out that we met each other in uh, Ibiza from back in the days. Um, Her name is Juliet Fox. She has been doing some amazing things in techno over the last couple of years. And I really do enjoy her music. Uh, She's just recently released a new EP called And Find Myself on her own label, which Trigambi, I'm sorry if I butchered that, Juliet, Um, which is her own label. It's, we kind of talk about uh, the process of of the label in the podcast, Um, but great conversation. Loved it. Without further ado, Juliet Fox. Juliet Fox, we're live. How's it going, mate? I'm good, thank you. I haven't seen you for years. I know. (laughs) (laughs) We we feel like we know um, what everyone's getting up to, though, on socials. I know, right? It's just that kind of you, uh, let me, I'm kind of loud. Let me turn myself down. Yeah, it's like you just see kind of people like dotting around the world and kind of like starting new lives here, there and everywhere and just hoping that everyone's doing well. And yeah, it's kind of crazy times, right? Yeah, I know. And then um, I guess everyone's always mostly putting up like the best version of themselves as well. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No one's crying on Instagram. (laughs) i think it would just be literally like every dj in the world just crying yeah um every day pity or sympathy going out (laughs) yeah but hey i I guess things could be worse um we're not in bad situation what's what's with the detroit kung fu academy i know my uh my previous like housemate gave that to me it's pretty cool it's kind of like stuck around for a while now it's dope yeah, I've not seen it before. Like I've not seen yeah. anything like that in my little setup. Um, Where are you in the world right now? So in Berlin, uh, in my studio, and uh, yeah, it's my little den. It's my safe space. Yeah. How long? <laughs> how long you been in Berlin for? Because last time, I, was the, when was the last time I actually saw you? Um, I'm trying to remember actually. How did we meet? How did we meet? I was also trying to work that out. Was it Ibiza? It probably was. Were you living above Kanya? Oh, I was um, 
I had a friend that was there, but I was living just around the corner like, yeah. in these townhouses that were like just around, just a little bit past Budaba. Yeah. So yeah, I was often at Kenya. That was when we met. <laughs> yeah, that's The first right. time. Because I was resident there. And then, oh. yeah, that's, I remember meeting you there. It was, can you remember Ange? Ange. DJ Ange. Oh, no. <laughs> she was Australian as well. She was I like, I don't, I, I, this is so random. I was taking a piss this morning and was like, who, like, how did I meet you? And I, and then I was like, okay, it's definitely at, um, at Kenya. Like we're probably talking 2009, maybe. Yeah, the funny thing was I just found a photo of myself like playing at Kenya as well. I think <laughs> like going through old photos. Um, but the, there was a DJ called Ange. And she was like, she, yeah, I just, she was Australian as well. There was probably definitely a connection. Like it was, it was probably more so like another Australian. Another Australian. Yeah. yeah. There's like <laughs> only two funny. Australians in the whole of Ibiza and it was you and Ange. <laughs> well, rare then. Now, yeah. now everyone. <laughs> do you, so do you still live in Ibiza at all or do you just, are you just in Berlin? Um, I was um, for actually the last well, no, not yet last year. I feel like last year is kind of like disappeared. But um, yeah. 2018 and 2019, I actually shifted there. So I came to Berlin um, actually like over five years ago mm. from London. And then my sister moved to Ibiza. Um, and so I did the shift over there, yes. um, which was pretty cool to yes. be like based there permanent again. What, what's it like in the, uh, in the winters there? Because I've been there in the winter and it's like kind of nice (laughs) it was actually really nice um i didn't get a chance to spend much of like both of the winters there and then i think by end of 2019 i had a little bit more time there and it's just actually like really beautiful Mm. it's like you know a few bars and restaurants around and that's it like and no english people yeah it's space to lie on the beach or crazy italians (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh, the, the Italians that go to Ibiza are just like on another level. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, the pure excitement of just like, yeah, coming and, and going wild. <laughs> and the, you think the Spanish are bad at driving and then it comes to like Italian week in August and it is like yeah. fucking Mario Kart. Like not only is it like 100 degrees and yeah. then it's like <laughs> so busy and so much craziness. <laughs> It's, like, uh, it's an experience and then you're like why is no one else coming to visit in this time like, that's why i need yeah. to get out <laughs> <laughs> it's so hot i it's it's funny i remember doing the seasons and like you're just praying for rain the whole summer i know because <laughs> you're always just so busy or it's just always like you're just well i was just like always just on the go and you're like please just rain for like one day to like clear the air and it just never does <laughs> And then you get stormy season in in September and you're like, this is heaven. And then it's just it's disgustingly humid again. You're like, oh. It is. It's such a crazy experience because, I mean, the first time I went and spent like a summer, it was 2010. And then it's like when, you know, people come and complain about a few things, I'm like, hey, at least we've got internet now. And I mean, oh. at least there are air conditioning's available in some yeah. places now. I'm like, I remember what it was like. <laughs> My first year was 2007. And... We were, yeah, we were still on dial-up internet. Yeah. 
just remembered like um at the townhouse it was like they would come every day or every other day and like manana manana yeah like, and i think it was three months into the summer like we finally got <laughs> it's experience at least you get to like try every cafe and uh you know every smoothie and breakfast place yeah, doing your work there even the cafes <laughs> even the cafe internet suck it's just the internet it's just like it's like third world country i think like places in africa got better internet than bloody I ibiza I don't, I don't get it it was all just i just don't understand it but it's just part of like the experience that they pull in for you yeah learn how to fly pigeons and send messages that way <laughs> exactly <laughs> i do you, miss the place though did, it's like it's funny like and then i then i was always like oh i miss berlin and then i come back and then i'm like oh then i miss the beach <laughs> and i'm like okay yeah. now i have to just stay put for a while <laughs> why 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 berlin i know it's kind of a bit of a stupid question but it's one of the coolest cities in europe i feel personally but I mostly like it here because of like the um, excuse of having or not having to be able to do whatever you want, kind of like the freedom, so to speak. I mean, I know that you can get that in most um, cities and countries as well, but I don't know because I don't know if you can because there's something about Berlin's like a well, it's a capital city, right? And it's still super pretty reasonably cheap to live in definitely yeah whereas like if it's cheap compared to most places in germany and also if you compare it to any other capital city in the world it's like so much cheaper yeah and also it's like yeah i mean now it's slightly increased Mm. in like you know compared to again what it was but it's only what's relevant but you can still feel like um you can be like this young irresponsible person even though i'm definitely not anymore (laughs) i I still have this excuse to be able to like you know run around and see what i like (laughs) yeah i feel that i feel that can you speak german um no come on how long you lived there five years (laughs) (laughs) it's my spanish can you speak spanish being australian like this is the you know we have a language of our own yeah i i can't speak another language to save my life so i'm just giving you shit because yeah. i just <laughs> i moved to america <laughs> it's easy <laughs> yeah, of course so. i think now that's what i think i'm like oh you know maybe after here it'll be nice to be back in the english speaking place <laughs> yeah that's just me being lazy though no pretty much everyone in berlin speaks spanish speaks spanish speaks english though, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> probably as well that's the <laughs> speaks like five languages except for me yeah i was talk- talking to a guy he was actually english the other day and he he was like a, a uh what's it called primary school teacher and he'd like taught in the uk germany italy and spain and could speak all the languages and i'm like how how is your brain this <laughs> good <laughs> <laughs> i know and then like switching between them all yeah no whereabouts in berlin are you um i'm like the flat is in friedrichstein and then where my studio is is um it's actually part of this it's called the gasworks okay um and it's across from funk house so it's like they've got studios over there and where i am um basically it's like the studios have all been like converted over the last like a few years Mm. but it used to be where 
like all the workers from the gas station oh, cool. um, were living. So it's pretty cool. It's quite like rustic. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> but then all being treated like all the rooms and then you can kind of again do what you like to them. That's amazing. Do you know Jamie Anderson? Jamie, yeah, I do. Yeah, I did some work with him years ago um, in his studio in Berlin. And it was like the first time me going to Berlin. And I was like going down, like, have you been to a studio in the like bunker? So he's got, I don't know where his studios are, but it's in the, it's where Beatport offices are. Oh yeah, Riverside perhaps. Yeah, it's not Riverside. It's the one that's like next to Riverside. Okay, yeah, yeah. He, he was like bigging Riverside up and saying it's like, the, these are like the famous <laughs> ones that every, everyone has. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, they were like, and I walked out. It was like, yeah, you just go into this like bunker and you're like, wow, this is ridiculous that there's studios yeah. down here. And there's, they're all studios. It's not yeah. like, I was, you just don't get that anywhere else. No, that's what is so good about this. It's like, it's basically like a little community here. Mm. And I know they've got them in like different pockets around Berlin as well. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, it's nice. Like, in fact, like the studios across the hall right now are having a rave, like, you know, so I think it just starts at any time of the day. <laughs> They've got like a bit more of a common area with like the deck set up. So I'm like, that's cool. I can always knock on the door if I want to join. That's so cool. Yeah, it's like, you just don't get that anywhere else, I don't think. No, you know, and that's the thing. I mean, I know there's some nice, super nice studios, like say in London as well. Or, and um, I was even renting a studio in Ibiza, which was really nice mm. as well. Um, but it just happened to be the a timing then where everyone like moved out, and it kind of um, yeah, over summertime there's perhaps like less people in there permanently as well. So you lose that atmosphere. No one yeah. wants to be sat inside. <laughs> I, I did some studio it, I, there's a studio in london uh that's that my mates work at and it's called the cube have you been there it's kind of new i've heard of that though no um it's really cool they've got like 20 or 30 different studios there um and there's like a huge communal area where like everyone eats and kind of hangs out and there's vending machines and like table tennis like there's like a photo shoot area and it's like yeah. super cool but it's still like not it's not it's like very like fresh and very like yeah. prim and proper but it's like a load of cool kids trying to be cool as well and it's like kind of that like commercial s like where people write a lot of pop music um so you <laughs> kind of don't get the grittiness that you would get in berlin at all exactly i know what you mean and those i've I've been to some places like that or studios like that where it's like everything's a bit too like clean neat and tidy and clean (laughs) (laughs) come on down to where i am (laughs) yeah table tennis but it's outside in the garden (laughs) yeah and the wind blows the ball (laughs) (laughs) always amazes me that how could how do people like play table tennis outside like the wind has to blow like the tiniest amount and your ball's just gone. Okay. Well, that's, and that's such a thing in Berlin as well where they've got these permanent like table tennis yeah. structures everywhere. I love it. The net's also concrete or metal. I can't remember exactly. <laughs> just some hard material. Yeah, you can't remove. Yeah, I, I like it a lot because I like how they just reuse buildings. Like, well, I remember when I was there the first time, there was like an old apartment block that was like being done up by the government, but they hadn't started it. So the government allowed like artists to just go in and live in it and kind of do what they want. And it was like this, like a fully abandoned apartment block, like 
six, six, seven floors. And each yeah. floor was just like a different party and like different people kind of running it. It was just like, you just wouldn't get that anywhere. Maybe, maybe yeah. you would in other like, maybe like second world countries that like have a little less laws, but anywhere else in Europe, you're just not going to get that. No, it's like this where it's like kind of encouraged. <laughs> yeah. Detroit, like where I live in Detroit, we, we can kind of get away with a little bit more than yeah. like the rest of the States. But it's still like now it's kind of getting locked down a lot and police are slowly starting to like, well, they're employing more police. So like they actually care a little bit more. Um, oh, but yeah. Is that where you're based now in, in Detroit? When I'm in America, I've been in, in the America, UK yeah. since, um, I've been in America, uh, in the UK since COVID. Okay. Um, yeah. That's but, what I thought. It's like everyone's kind of like bouncing between places. Yeah. You know? <laughs> We're allowed to go. I was going to go back and then I was talking to like, the person that does my uh, visas and she was like you, English people aren't allowed back in the UK in, in the US at this moment in time unless you go via Mexico for two weeks and I'm like I'm not going to go to Mexico for two weeks and then go to America for like no reason I'm just going to no. stay at it's home it's so much more complicated to get in yeah it's just pointless and I'm not going to Dubai like every other person in the world I'm just like it's just not for me I seem to miss out normally I'm like you know but I know actually I never seem to be able to keep up with what's going on and then I'm like oh I've missed that country oh I've missed that one <laughs> I'm just gonna wait until it's all, all back to normal have you just stayed in Berlin the whole time um I was going between London okay um I was between there and, and Berlin but as of like January and it was probably the smart move to do anyway like, like mm. pretty much we're closing up the borders anyway then was, so was, are you guys going into another lockdown now it's just keeps on getting uh, extended yeah so it's like we get the hope and it's like it was meant to have finished last week or partly and then now now i'm just going to say june yeah that's in my head i'm like okay beginning of june that's aim for that <laughs> <laughs> yeah in january this year i was talking to my parents uh, and i was just like i'm just writing this year off i'm just like I'm mentally yeah. right. It's not, it's going to suck, but mentally I'm writing this year yeah. off. Because I think so too. Like we can just basically, that's why I keep on reverting back to 2019. I'm mm. like, and I'm like 2020, 2021, I'm probably not going to really like no. have much to tell. Hopefully I learned something in the time. I think, <laughs> like, have you, have you learned much though? Like, like in your life, in your personal life, like, have you like, do you yes. feel like you've like gained more from it? I actually do. Like at first, um, I was like, maybe you know, am I? Maybe I'm not like I'm not reading enough, and I'm not yeah. like doing my personal development and say exactly learning a language. I've got all this time that I wanted in the world, but, yeah. but it, it seems to be like less time because you know it feels like you're obviously speaking to family more, friends more, and trying to talk about like how we can deal with this more yeah. <laughs> you know um but i've i realized how much i think i've changed probably in the last year already um, how do you think you've changed but then yeah i think i perhaps sometimes i go through waves mm. and thinking like oh maybe i'm not um yeah doing enough for myself yeah you know and wanting to like voice my opinion and then yeah. i go a bit reserved and then i'm thinking okay 
calm down as I need to be so <laughs> carried away with what I am and let yeah. things be as well. Yeah, it's tough. I feel sorry for my manager because I'm just like, what about this? What about that? What about this? What about that? And realistically, it's just like a mad five minutes in my head. I'm like, I should be doing this or I should be doing that. And then I'm just like, Will, just shut the fuck up. Like, just yeah. just deal with it. There's nothing it's we can do. Yeah, because you do you get these ideas and you think, oh, maybe I can go here or I can mm. go there or do some ideas. But <laughs> yeah, we've just resorted to releasing a shit ton of music this year. Like, it's really good. Just like nonstop. And I think Ryan, my manager, sent me like the schedule over like two days ago, and I was like, shit, dude, we're releasing fucking so much music. <laughs> like, I'm like. It, it's cool but it gives us no room to like if i write something this year i can't release it I, it has to go out next year so like it's kind of a bit mad what for, what's going on with the label you you um, started a label right yeah i have i was gonna say like I'm, I'm kind of like a bit the opposite because then i think i threw all my attention onto creating this label and then mm. as though I was like a label manager not actually the artist yeah, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. really in, enjoyed that part of it that's cool um, so what's so the, what's the label called the, um it's actually like my my real surname Trigambi, or uh, Trigambi. I was kind of yeah. wondering what how to pronounce it and I was like no yeah. I'm, I'm just gonna fucking murder yeah. this <laughs> like we'll just pass on that <laughs> <laughs> but no it's been really nice to like delve into this because you know um like I love the business side of music as well mm. and I think it's kind of given me something to concentrate on and um and kind of learn more that way mm. I love the artwork on it the artwork's dope yeah it's like, like how how does that kind of come about do you do that yourself yeah, I've painted um, both of them myself. Oh, sick. Um, so I need to uh, now sit. This, this is kind of my, my problem. I've got some other paintings, but now because I've got the tracks ready, and I'm like, shit, I haven't got time to the painting now. <laughs> like, so I need to kind of sit there and like, start going wild with the paint. That's <laughs> the worst thing when you think, oh, it's just easier to do it myself. And, yeah. and not get somebody else to do it and then you're like fuck I just add more so much more work into the schedule <laughs> yeah <laughs> I know and that's what I mean I'm like okay now I've got like this side done that side but it's been good to balance it all off and I'm like you almost yeah. need to do like a month of just like doing artwork exactly and just do like one so you've got one for like the next every month for the next like two years exactly. yeah that's the thing and I think that will actually probably help my creativity a little bit more yeah. as well like you know and just switching between because when you're painting you can't really like switch to the internet mm. <laughs> so easily you, as you can with your camera I was gonna say do you like when you're writing do you like get distracted shit ton yeah I do what by I'm, I'm better at like making music at night time oh really like, but I try not to like you know in the last say six months or so I've mm. re really tried to stick to like a day routine just for like mental health reason no not really like, for that, no, just to try and keep myself in like a good sleeping a good routine time. well realistically we've all just become like nine to fivers haven't we yeah like it's, it's just it fucking sucks and like asleep i'm like i feel like i can never sleep enough i'm like <laughs> oh i still can't sleep i had three and a half hours last night and i my brain i just still cannot sleep <laughs> oh. i don't know what's going on with me but it's not good but the whole like nine to five thing like i was talking to a mate the other day and 
like I, the reason why I do, or I don't, I can't speak for you, but the reason why I do it is because I, I do this career is because I don't want to work a nine to five. Exactly. I don't want to be that like, although I'm very routine in my life and always have been, but it's like, I don't want to have that like, oh, I have to go and do this. I have to go and do that. Yeah. But I think COVID has just been like, well, there's nothing else to do. So I should, should be writing or I should be doing this. And it's like, oh, it's not fun. And then I, do you follow Rick Rubin on Instagram? No, no. You you need to follow him. (laughs) He like posts these insane, I'm going to pull it up now. Um, He posts these insane um, Rick Rubin. Like every day he just posts like one, one picture. And and it's always like, like super inspirational. Like, you know, they're like cringeworthy, inspirational instagram things that quotes that we all follow now and again and then we're like why the fuck are we following these people his are like genuinely really good um and this this last one was like time has less patience than it used to and i'm like wow (laughs) i'm like i I love you rick rubin like oh that makes so much sense yeah (laughs) and then i'm like oh and then you for five minutes you're like oh yes this is i need to like control my life through rick rubin's inspirational instagram and then (laughs) and then it's like actually no i forgot about that 10 minutes later and i should be writing (laughs) (laughs) i know i was literally just having this discussion with somebody before and that was like that's what your brain is like it's this routine it's like okay get up must do like some meditation or exercise have coffee like get to the studio Mm. and then you sit there and then you're like oh okay don't you know you feel like you don't want to sit down and read or like go for a walk so I should be writing I should be writing like and that's literally the worst way to be creative yeah to like go into a studio and force like I I don't know about you but when I write I do make myself write even if I'm not feeling it like even when I'm touring, I still like go in the studio and just like push until something comes out. It's probably going to be shit, but it's kind of the process of doing it. Yeah. Yeah, But it's just so different now where it's just not that same kind of creativity that kind of comes out. I don't know. Does meditation help you? See, even with that, like I don't even do it on a regular basis, so to speak, but I do find it does. Like it's more to calm my brain a little bit or like yoga or something Mm. like that, even if it's like 10, 15 minutes, like every other day or something like that. It it really does reset me. I started doing this thing called Rumwad, which (laughs) 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 so one of my, I, I train quite a bit, so and I built like a gym over, like in the garage, like next to me so cool. over um, COVID. I'm like, I still have to train. And I've been training with a friend and he's like, dude, you, you're so unflexible. It's like, I can't even touch my toes. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and he's like, you have to do like yoga or something like that. Yeah. So I started a yoga. I did like one yoga session. And I was like, I, this is just way too like Zen, like, it was just too much. I was yeah, like, it actually relaxed you too much because I, I understand because I'm, I originally was just like weights, 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 yeah. like kind of that kind of fitness training. And sometimes, yeah, you come off and you're like, oh, <laughs> where am I? <laughs> and the woman really annoyed me that did it. She was just like too, too American. And I was like, oh. I was like, I can't deal with it. So a load of my friends do CrossFit and there's, they told me about this app called Romwad. And it's like the CrossFit of, 
stretching. So it's just like, it's like yeah. yoga, but without the Zen side of it, without the like over the top kind of thing. I don't know how yeah. to explain it, but no, it's no, actually I helped. Really it. That's why sometimes if I say, yeah, do yoga people, like they, you know, you do particularly <laughs> get stereotyped. And I'm like, I'm like, mine is actually more fitness yoga. <laughs> it's to improve like, yeah, the flexibility core and like, yeah. Yeah. And if you lived in California, you have to do yoga. It's kind of part of the law. Exactly, like, yeah. <laughs> eat avocados and go to yoga every day. That's pretty much what they do. I remember that when I was actually going to states like for quite some time, like and people would always ask like at the security, it was like, "What are you here for?" I was like, "Yoga course." And I think I was carrying my yoga mat with me anyway at the time. It's like, well, that's believable. Oh yeah, was that before like having a visa or anything like that? That's so good. That's so good. Okay, I had my I have my visa now. Well, not anymore, but it's expired. Yeah. Yeah, low- yeah, I think of good ways to get in. <laughs> that's that's a very good one. And I guess your your real name isn't your DJ name. No, exactly. So they can't it's not anywhere as well. Like no. you don't talk about your real surname. So that's great. That's it. But I mean now it might be linked now with my label, but at least um, you know, in the last like four years. Yeah, yeah, I was coming is. through legally. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> We've all done it. We've all done yeah. it. <laughs> Needs it. Things. Oh, wait. Did you know Molly? Molly in... For, in Ibiza. In Ibiza. Oh, now I'm trying to think. Molly, she was an American girl. She Now yeah. she's like right super dark techno. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> That's <laughs> how we know each other. Yeah. But like I, I remember it was also through a friend, um, oh. like a friend of a friend. Oh, so, went... she, so you weren't like best of buddies. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't close with <sighs> <either>, it. But <laughs> what's her name? I forgot. Molly. Like I was, we like hung out loads in America. Molly Goldberg. Wow, what a Jewish name. <laughs> <laughs> with the crazy energy. Yeah. She was. My she friend... lives in Berlin. Does she? Yeah, she she was. I'll have to have a look. She's like, <laughs> I can't even remember. She made some wicked music. Molly, like, I, I can't. Molly, <laughs> her, her name's not going to be down as Molly Goldberg. And if I put no. Molly Goldberg in. I'm like seeing if some other kind of. In Instagram, <laughs> it's going to be like just everyone in America. <laughs> yeah, everyone. <laughs> oh, well, let me well, see. I'm fine. It's so uh, Molly Moles Goldberg. Ah, uh, I've got I've got a text that'll be like, "Yo," um. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, boy, how, how times have changed in between all of that. It's funny because, like, say, even with the whole pandemic situation, like, I was really probably burning myself out like a lot. I mean, mm. like, 2019, even into like March, like, I was going like crazy um, yeah and i was like always like yeah i'd love to just have but it's like as soon as you're given this time off like it's not really what you it's like when you're told to have it you don't want to have it yeah off. it's just that typical like it's almost like that teenager thing isn't it <laughs> that's what i mean i'm, I'm like, as soon as like told, they're told not to do something i'm like well i'm we're just a bunch of kids <laughs> just like yeah no it's it is tough isn't it because it's when I guess we do not many, we're super lucky with what we do, right? 
So yeah. not many people in this world can be like, I absolutely love what I do. Yeah. And most people, when they're told you don't have to go to work for the next year, a lot of people are going to be like, sick, like, like sweet, let's roll on. But yeah. when you love what you do, it's like, oh, this, what, what the fuck am I going to do? <laughs> I know, because it's like obviously writing music is like part of it, but sharing it and then playing to yeah. people and being social, that's like probably even stronger I mean I was I was always I was a DJ before I was a producer but then obviously I learned to love that creative yeah. side of it as well so yeah how did you start the producing side because I I think when I when we first met I don't know if you were writing at the time I don't think I would have been no. I mean I, I think I started to play around in Ableton a little bit but I was mm. never like really passionate about it yeah. I did it again because like, I kind of felt like oh I should but then it would go from opening up like able to yeah. sometimes for like two or three months to the next yeah, yeah. which was really silly <laughs> like, not, I think I was like more interested in going to like Raven. the clubs and <laughs> everything else but then um but then I actually was like okay no like I want to be able to play my own music especially when I'm going and, and then you you realize how important it is because yeah. that's what people want to hear and then mm. it's like your music not just you playing others um yeah and then yeah and then I, I, you know touring and traveling a lot like you said like even when you're on the road like I found actually I wrote the best ideas and it kind of led to that like and mm. having this little love for this thing on a computer like, yeah. <laughs> a program to be able to explore express yourself when yeah. yeah it's oh man I miss it so much it's like this month is like it's been for me it's been all right the whole time but it, this month has just like hit me like struggled massively i'm like this shit needs to change yeah that's i think the worst is because it's like not only was it winter and mm. that's like tough enough but it's like you get told that yeah by this month and this month and yeah this month, and it's like okay here we go <laughs> just get up and go again yeah in the uk we're kind of we've as of monday we started opening things up which will it's going to be interesting to see how it goes. Yeah. But that's exciting though. At least like every country can like look at the next one and see, and then hopefully they follow. <laughs> well, I think this is the thing is like everyone in their own country just hates their government because it's just like, yeah. <laughs> and, and this is what cracks me up is like, cause obviously we, like in the jobs that we do, we've got friends all over the world. Yeah. And then you speak to your friends here and they're like, fucking government they're doing an awful job and then like everybody everybody i speak to in different countries are like blaming their government and it's like yeah we're all in the same boat the whole world is in the same situation apart from australia and new zealand right now motherfuckers i know they're having a good old time over there and i'm like and then i'm like also and i'm not a person to like go back on like oh i should have done this but i'm like i really should have just got on a flight i'm like why was i thinking that i should stay here for winter (laughs) yeah that's rough do you still have family over there yeah like my parents are there like all my family's there whereabouts between adelaide and melbourne okay and adelaide um, is a wild place yeah that's a weird it's it's a strange place (laughs) (laughs) it's good for like beaches and wine (laughs) i played like a bunch of shows there and every time I'm like, what, what am I doing here? Like, I ha- ha- why, why am I here? 
why I laugh because I'm like, that's where I grew up. And I was like, that's why I had to get out of this straight away. I was like, there isn't, I, I've done everything I need to do in the city. <laughs> yeah. 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 Australia is a, a interesting place for house music in general. Yeah, it really is. Or just for, for music generally. It's just like quite, um, I mean, I used to always say it was quite behind, but now it's, it's definitely caught up with music and, and everything like that. But then they've just created their own style. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's, it's wild because you get like artists that are just so big in Australia that aren't big yeah. anywhere else. And you'll see them play in Australia and they're like sell tens of thousands of tickets. And, yeah. then, and then they come <laughs> like no one knows who they are like anywhere else. <laughs> They almost have to go, they have to like move away to like kind of get big or somewhere else. But it's yeah. weird because with the internet, you'd think that it wouldn't make a difference, but it really does. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's crazy like that. I think like, I mean, I know so many other Australian artists who did, they left perhaps even around the same time that I did around like 10, 11 years mm. ago, like because it was like, okay, if we're going to get anywhere, yeah. like you just need to be based in either the US or Europe. Mm. Otherwise, for touring, it's impossible. And, and yeah, obviously, competition, when I say competition, it's just like the, like, awareness is really yeah. high. And, like, yeah. I so. think I think you, that's the thing. You hit the nail on the head in, in Europe. It, well, in America, you've got God knows how many cities that just have a club that yeah. you can tour just in. One. Just one, <laughs> one or two clubs that all play, like, house and techno. But in the UK, like... In each city, there's like three or four clubs. Yeah. And and the rest of Europe is pretty similar. And you're just like, there's just so many, there's so many more opportunities here. Yeah. And there's just so many more people. Exactly. Yeah. And who also like house and techno. <laughs> like, <laughs> whereas it's like more EDM and like. Not a bunch of surfer dudes. Yeah. And also, yeah, the, the difference, I think that I found even from Australia it was a lot more on like image I mean it's obviously not just like that in Australia but mm. for me I just found it was it was more focused on image than the actual music itself like again back 10 years ago yeah they had they the EDM boom over there kind of stayed there for a long time yeah exactly. and, and they created this awful sound called Melbourne Bounce <laughs> yeah, what the actual fuck is that <laughs> still thriving <laughs> I think there's a dude called Will Sparks that, yeah. that's like huge. Yeah. And like, I occasionally get people like on my Instagram and yeah, be like, because we've got like similar names. And I'm like, that's not me. Please don't tell like me. <laughs> I'm sure, there's no offense. I'm sure Will's a lovely guy, but no, no. That music is, I don't understand it. No, I'm, I'm the same. That's why I'm like, I, you know, I can say honestly, I love all genres, like, you know, for different parts, but there's some like, I'm like mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like Gabba in like the Netherlands is huge. Yeah. And I'm just like, I, I've got a soft spot for Gabba and like, shut go up. a chance. But <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that's in my wild side. That's when I'm going, I've got too much energy. <laughs> Juliet Fox has like a, a pseudonym, an alias that just plays Gabba. <laughs> on Sundays only <laughs> when I was living in Ibiza like my car like um 
it was a, an older V-dub and the the deck, like, would only take CDs, like, couldn't get the radio. And it yeah. was just like, I found this cover CD, <laughs> actually. And I just was replaying it over and over, like, to the studio in back. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> That's the worst. I, it's, I, remember, I remember actually once when I was at college and one of the tutors was, like, into this, like, they called them laptop battles. I don't know if you've like heard of these. You should definitely <laughs> Google this after. It's like a bunch of the geekiest kids it, like in the world, but they're all into like super like weird techno. But they, the reason why it's called back, back, back to, it's not called backtop, it's called laptop battles. They make like, do you know Mac, the Mac OS X kind of where you can kind of create your own patches? Yeah, yeah. Like so it's literally these dudes who create their own patches and just like button bash and make music on the spot by like pressing buttons on their keypad. So they've created it into like a controller. It is <laughs> fucking so geeky. But I remember um, my one of my tutor colleges was into that and he'd like always talk about it. And for some, I think I went out, I was like 17 years old in Bristol and went to this, I can't remember, the Ark it was called, I think. And for some reason, like, it was the only place I could get into with, like, fake ID. And it was, like, a side trance night. And he was in there, like, proper going for it. His laptop. Yeah. <laughs> Fashion buttons. And I was, like, side trance had a bit of a bit of a soft spot in my in my heart for yeah. for about a month of my life and then then I was, like, nah. Mine always creeps back in every now and then. <laughs> You get some pretty hard music in Berlin, though. Yeah, exactly. It's hard. Like, I think I'm. I play like on you're, the real, real soft side compared to everybody. You're else, like soulful I'm, house compared to everyone else in Berlin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when I first moved here, everyone was just like, "Oh, is that what you make? That's what you play." I was like, "Hey, I'm sticking to this." I'm like, <laughs> "Like, I like, I like the Bergheim techno. Don't get me wrong. I'm like, I just can't make it. I don't understand yeah. how it goes so fast. <laughs> it's hard, isn't it? I was like, my head would probably blow off in the studio if I was mm. making that. Yeah, it's really hard. My uh, uh, my roommate in Detroit, he he makes stuff like that. Plays in like Trezor occasionally and stuff in Berlin and yeah. like his I have a studio upstairs and he has one in the basement of course because like it kind of fits with his music that he kind of has to but <laughs> just back in the basement where you belong um and it was just like he like his production is unbelievable and you I'm just like I don't know how you do that but it's hard mate like yeah. it's really hard but then he has like an alias project that it just does ambient and i think that kind of like balances him out uh, like the complete opposite it's yeah like, and then just, it's like just pads. Just, like, turns off all the, the, the bass and the yeah. kicks and then, like, <laughs> <laughs> it is and then but it's really interesting because when it's done really well there is like it is like a true art because it's so repetitive and yeah, it's exactly. it's so like but there's something about making a groove that's that good and it doesn't get boring that's it's interesting with yeah when you make music isn't it and and kind of like the the mood that you're in when you go yeah. in or the mindset or something yeah it's mad i love it yeah i love I, it. I generally like i never go in with a plan i'm just always like okay let me see what comes from it 
but then sometimes I'm like okay like you know try and make it more defined or mm. yeah like more faster or harder or something yeah. but it never seems to work out <laughs> I don't know I always added <laughs> too much melody or something just making gabber all day it's fine yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's tiring <laughs> so with the label are you have you signed other artists or are you like what's the kind of process with it um it at the moment I'm just putting out like some of my own music yeah. but um it was just more to maybe for at least like the first year to have it, um, yeah, with my art and my own, own yeah. music. But then I want to expand where I do collaborations with mm. other artists. So I don't think I would have just solo releases from other artists, but it would be more like to have a bit more like that collab yeah collab feel Family. and also with the artwork. Mm. Like then if we've done a collaboration, perhaps get the other person to paint or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See what they come up with Just or whatever. Never, never ask me to paint. If, if if I ever do anything, never ask me to paint. <laughs> you never know. You might have this other side. I think my four-year-old niece is better at painting than me. Jesus. Uh, but it would be interesting for that. And like, yeah. I think it's really cool because it's like it's it's doing um it's adding to the kind of the the like hundred percent of being the artist and having full control over everything yeah it's nice just to do that like an, an expression <laughs> yeah no yeah totally do you like was there any reason that you started the label um I mean like oh, I think it was almost about nine or ten years ago I actually had um a label that I was managing and looking after and, and what was that um, this was like beat down okay. music, like back from, yeah, yeah. I, but that doesn't even exist anymore. <laughs> it's really nice. And I loved actually being involved with like running a label. Whose was that? Um, that was Sunny Federa's. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> also from Adelaide. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, and it was great. Like I loved, um, like, helping like say other artists like um with you know their releases and being involved with it and kind mm. of like doing the A&R and I really love that part of it but then um at the time I kind of realized I wasn't concentrating on myself so much yeah. like as in my own music and things like that I like and so that's why then I wanted to revisit it with a different approach mm. but then to go into like yeah more collaborations and stuff like that later I think it's different nowadays as well isn't it because you can yeah. You don't need anyone to release your music for you no. nowadays. It's just like, <laughs> realistically, you need an Instagram. You need your Instagram. Yeah. You need a bit of a following to kind of, exactly. for the music to go well. And you just got to hope that someone likes it out there, really. Yeah. I mean, Spotify wasn't around then. It was like, literally, like, <laughs> you just had to have good uh, relationships with like, all the platforms. And that was it. Yeah. I was talking, I don't know who I was talking to. Oh, it was Friend Within I had on the podcast last week. Um, and can you remember stompy.com? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were just like pulling out all the old like download places and you're like, oh where did God. they go? What happened to them? Yeah. You don't even remember when they went. <laughs> track it down. Can you remember track it down? Yeah. Yeah. That went. I actually, the, the, one of the guys, Ed, I think it's Ed. Did you, do you know, did you know any of the guys from, from track it down? No, I didn't actually. No. So Ed actually ended up managing Maceo oh, wow. for like a long, like I was in, um, 
you know, grade management. Have you heard of grade management? Mm-hmm. I was in yeah. in their offices with Ryan, my my manager, um, maybe about two years ago, and Ed was like, "Is is are you Will Clark?" And I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "You've fucking grown a beard, haven't you?" I was like, "Yeah," but who are you? <laughs> And he's like, it's Ed from Track It Down. I was like, Jesus Christ, dude, what happened? He's like, oh, I'm managing Maceo now. I'm like, not a bad, not a bad change. (laughs) (laughs) He was, he managed Claptone from like day one as well. Yeah, he'd done some amazing stuff. That's cool, isn't it? Yeah, to see how people move about or whether they just completely leave like the music industry or something. Yeah, one of my best mates. Go on. No, no, I was going to say, I think that's probably what we're missing now. Like, you know, you've kind of just said, because you're not really interacting, you know, you're not meeting yeah. anyone in a back room, like, or a green room. like. <laughs> it's true, isn't it? It's what I was saying the other day is like, that's why I kind of started this is even, even like, even in the green rooms, you don't really get to have a proper conversation. Just yelling. It's just like, yeah. And, and like <laughs> having to deal with the dude, like gurning in your fucking face. Like, oh, who who brought this one in? <laughs> like it's not my friend yeah um and it's so nice to like see like let's say for instance like yourself like we've known each other we've known each other for years we've never really had a conversation like it really if you know what i mean we've like hi bye what have you been up to it's fucking hot outside today like it's just the usual if you know what i mean of course and And, actually just sit and and have a a real conversation no it's, it's really nice and it's um yeah i appreciate you asking me on no i was i was talking to um one of my best mates this morning and he was like uh he was he was talking about he was listening to someone on like instagram live or like a a dj that was like a proper like can you remember lee john from ibiza oh i probably proper like jack the lad like typical Ibiza resident, lovely guy, like really nice guy, but proper like Jack the lad. And then I'm he like my mate was like, oh yeah, I was talking to him on online. He was doing like a live stream. And I'm like, wow, like it's amazing how many people you come across in your life that you just kind of forget about. Yeah, but it's just like part of the journey of life. No, a hundred percent. Like and because it's like I know you're the same. Like we've met so many people like mm. that. Uh, like sometimes you're like you, you feel bad like you don't remember specific like yeah. details or whatever but I think like there's um it's meant to be that you can only remember like I can't remember even the number or what it is but it's mm. an excellent there's maybe like a couple of hundred people maximum they're like their names or something like yeah. that and they're kind of replaced with others <laughs> yeah it's it's nice to see people evolve as well in because like yeah. I remember from like from us meeting like how much both of us have changed in in what we do in our careers and it's like who would have ever have thought like you'd be living in berlin exactly. like doing what you're doing me living in detroit and it all started from ibiza yeah and detroit is, is such an amazing city as well like have you have you been there i went once for movement oh, okay um, did you I play I played not at movement, but like an um, it was like an official after party yeah. with Octopus. Oh, cool with Graham. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which one was um, that? I'm trying to. think, Was it 2018? 18, yeah. My my best mate was the taking the photos of that night. 
Oh really? Yeah. Oh my god, I've been three of me. I was like in some really, really dark basement and <laughs> definitely been partying like for quite some time. <laughs> and I had to use the model one mixer for the first time and never had also like oh, okay, here we go. <laughs> I've still never used it. Is it any good? <laughs> I actually really like it. Yeah. yeah. I I haven't used it. Yeah, um, it's cool. I'm not Sorry. cool enough yet for it to like be on in like clubs that I play at. <laughs> I yeah, I just seem to like get hold of it like randomly and for short times and then yeah. I'm like, and it goes on. But <laughs> it is funny when you like you're on beforehand someone and they've got this like extensive ride here and I'm just like, oh, I don't fucking know what to do with this. <laughs> <laughs> like, can I just press and it will go again? <laughs> can I just press sync? Just get it, just sort me out. <laughs> move it off yeah um, definitely yeah boy when those times come again it's like i mean i must say like what's like really helped though is as much as everyone i think perhaps was like with live streams and blah 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 like, that's probably taught me a lot um have you done much like, live stream I, I haven't done like like loads but like enough to like um in different like like locations or whatever it might be yeah. or setting up you know just in the studio it's been like interesting to learn how to do all this stuff and mm. how to present yourself to use a camera and yeah like preparing my sets because I never would prepare them <laughs> as well like or trying to at least and doing more like guest mixes you know it's probably reset the way I think about music a little bit more it, I, ha- I haven't done a live stream but I was thinking about that this morning and where you're actually you're not reading a crowd yeah. So there's like nothing to go off. So you're literally just like doing, you're just playing music that you want to play. Exactly. And that's it. And it's like, you're, it's also again, like playing more of the tracks that you really like. Yeah. <laughs> Only. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, is, I guess it's kind of good. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, it's kind of, um, it's kind of cool to be able to do that as well. And then, or be a bit more weirder and creative because it's like okay like i'm not gonna like yeah, yeah clear the dance floor on this one yeah you don't have to worry about people leaving the room they just yeah. to tell yourself they've gone to eat some dinner or something like that yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah that's that's i think that's one of the reasons why i haven't done it i haven't got decks here in the yeah. uk which is stupid i literally right before the pandemic hit i bought um pioneer then uh pioneer vinyl, like turntables the vinyl decks yeah yeah um and i was gonna get like cdjs and then the pandemic hit so everything is literally at my house in detroit and just not been opened the whole yeah, time yeah. and i'm like this is ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> so annoying i actually had like a carpenter come over and, and was like he was gonna build like a table for it and everything and i had to text him I was like mate just don't bother just wait till oh. i'm back <laughs> I understand how that is because it's like I left um, like a, like a bunch of stuff in Ibiza as well mm. and like and when I got here like when I moved back to Berlin I was planning on going there and coming back with some and I managed to at least bring back I brought back my turntables from Ibiza but yeah. I couldn't get everything else and then um, yeah it was like starting from scratch almost yeah. like and I was like like I shouldn't be spending any money right now, but I'm like, okay, what well, I want these speakers. <laughs> I'm get this. What have you bought? I got like the Focal Twins. Oh, cool. Um, and then I kind of just I started to just get a few bits slowly. Yeah. Um, I got given the Denon um, players, which yeah. like is pretty cool to use actually. Like they're like 
yeah, it's nice to have those. And then I've got my turntables at home, but I'm like, it's just, it's taken me only up until like recently to really get like mm. both of them set up in all this time. So yeah, I'm like, okay, I'm ready long. now. <laughs> <laughs> I really like what that whore company is doing. In yeah. Berlin. Have you done that yet? I played um, just late last year for the first time and I loved it. It's so just something cool. like really special about like, well, it's only small, like a small little mm. area, but it's just got energy in there. Is it like an old toilet or something? Yeah, I think it's just <laughs> like a bathroom with green, this green lighting. <laughs> is I'm it like, in someone's house or is it just random? It's like, um, there's no like flat wall. I don't think it's part of anyone's <laughs> place. But it's, there's just like a normal kind of apartment block. Mm. And then there's like a restaurant next to it, which wasn't closed. Uh, sorry, it was closed. I should say it wasn't open when I went there. But it was like on the entrance to it. It's like just a normal flat. So oh, really? like a few of us were standing at the drinking and we're like, we shouldn't be this because people are just walking in and out to go into the room. No way. So people live next door to it? Yeah, I think people must live upstairs. And I bet they hate them. To, whether they rented out just that flat to use for their own like office space, oh, okay. um, and then the bathroom, or whether it was just they took over just the bathroom. Maybe <laughs> it's great either way. <laughs> Can I rent <laughs> your bathroom, please? It's a cool bathroom. Put it that way. It's fucking yeah, cool. Exactly. <laughs> but again, you can only get away with doing things like that in certain cities. <laughs> Because you need the you need the amount of artists to like be in that city to go and do it. Yeah, and I mean, and the, and the people like oh, like there's a list I should say not the people, but like it's like a the waiting list is probably huge, you know. And I'm sure it is. Yeah, I think it's like at least two or three months in advance yeah. on the program. And half the people on the program, like I'm not cool enough to know who the fuck they are. <laughs> I'm like, who? Whose cousin? <laughs> And like the plays, the reach is like huge on, on YouTube for some people. And I'm like, I've never seen or heard that person. Mm. I'm like, but obviously like the music's really cool and yeah. that appeals. So, they've, yeah. they've just, they've kind of got this like amazing niche where it's super cool, but they've made super cool, but super commercial. And yeah. I don't mean that in a, like, that's not in a disrespectful way. It's just like, they've made something so cool that everyone wants to be a part of it, but they keep to their like morals. They don't, yeah. they don't start putting bigger people on to make it bigger. Exactly. Yeah. It's almost the opposite. Like, yeah, the mm. more like unique or like um, the smaller the artists, like they're probably more, more well like respected or something within Berlin or yeah. wherever. It's mad. It's, yeah. it's cool. I'd love to be able to do like, <laughs> I'd love to be able to think of to do a project like that. That's like yeah. super unique. That do you think it's going to survive after? I think I think it still will carry on because yeah. it was already like running like say before. Oh, was it? it? Yeah, I didn't but know it's that. just been something which has been like a main go-to, which is great. Mm. Love it. Um, it's funny because yeah I always think of this as well myself and I'm like but then like you really have to dedicate yourself to just like that yeah and um I, think I know the guys that work there are like they're like kind of non-stop so it's yeah it's a full-time job isn't it at the end of the day yeah. it's like it's like if you like it, like when I asked you about signing people to the label it's like that is a full-time job the minute you start signing people to the label you, yeah like and that's why I haven't signed anyone to mine yet is like there's so much responsibility behind yeah. releasing other people's art. You're just like and making sure that you're they're like um, 
yeah positioned well and yeah. like the support and everything like that yeah. and yeah, you would feel bad if, if anything wasn't right yeah and you just like yeah you and gen especially being like an artist as well you kind of want to make it even better for them the experience yeah. you want to make that experience like oh my exactly. god like juliet's label fucking slams and it's like an amazing <laughs> time to just like be part of it but i think that's where like things like whore and like boiler room even started it like oh, years ago they create something that people just want to be a part of and it's yeah. it's just so organic exactly but I, I feel like you have to kind of have a bit of a crew have to be part of like a bit of like have like a cool community a around cool, you cool crew yeah. <laughs> cool cats yeah definitely, definitely no definitely, that's, how, definitely, I'm like, that's not me <laughs> definitely me too <laughs> Somebody, somebody help me <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'll leave that to the cool kids um what have you got coming up music wise um so if i actually just still on my own label um this is where i'm at now i really need to like like literally kind of lock myself away mm. after the well not so much after the easter break but yeah more so i'll probably relax a little bit over this time yeah. and get back to actually writing some music for other labels nice it's it's interesting though now that I've started just to go into my own label. That's all I can kind of think about doing and releasing mm. on right now. <laughs> but I know that's probably probably not the best way to do it. I don't know. I th- I think there's like two arguments against it, right? Like I'm I'm releasing for me. I I'm releasing on other labels to because the music that I'm signing to those labels, I wouldn't sign on. I wouldn't release on my record label. If that mm-hmm. makes sense yeah but I, I feel and also i'm re- releasing on labels that are mates that i like have a real good relationship with and that i know it's like more than just the music i've course, kind of yeah. gone past the point of like trying to sign records to labels for like i guess it's for like career gains yeah because i'm just like i've I don't know I've I've had I think this is the thing that I've realized the most out of lockdown is that if you just keep doing what you do eventually it will eventually it will happen if you just keep pushing forward and I think like there's there's so many amazing record labels out there that have like amazing followings and things like that but you're never gonna be the like you're going to be the hot kid on there for like a year maximum. Yeah. Unless you completely dedicate yourself to that, to one that label. Thing. And 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 then, which is absolutely fine if you, if that's what you want. We've all got yeah. friends that want that, if you know what I mean. Yeah. For me, I don't want that. I don't want to no. be, and it's not even about being at the top. It's just about being able to control what I put out and when I put it out. Yeah. No, I feel the same. I think it's just perhaps also after quite some time of of doing that and being, like, say, in the industry and releasing and that, then you get to this point where you're like, actually, um, I want to do it more because I'm passionate about the music. Yeah. And, yeah. Definitely. Right, <laughs> let's wrap this motherfucker up. We've just done an hour. Uh, <laughs> nice one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how can people follow you and listen to your music, et cetera, et cetera? Uh, well, probably can go straight onto my website, 
which is www.juliettefox.com. <laughs> Where did, sorry, um, I've got to ask this, and you've probably been asked <laughs> this a million times, so I, I would I never ask this, but where did the fox come from from your surname like uh, <laughs> the fox was actually because um people always like give me this kind of a nickname like okay. oh it's more of like the it's more of a running joke of okay. this, <laughs> this female kind of fox and then okay. it led into that and then i was like yeah fox will do <laughs> i was like that's a cool name it's like <laughs> it's cool i dig it that's fine sorry but, carry on carry on with but, the plug <laughs> <laughs> but now like also the fact that my real surname is quite hard to um pronounce so makes it easier <laughs> yeah you you definitely got an easier name <laughs> but yeah just on the website or anywhere all my, all my socials are like dj juliet fox Sweet. like at <laughs> sweet well thanks so much for coming on um when i'm in berlin let's catch up and grab some food it'd be amazing sure, sounds good it'd be good uh keep safe and see you soon thank you we'll see you bye and that's a wrap hope you enjoyed it i would absolutely love it if you could go share it give us a comment give us a rating make sure you subscribe um and you don't have to if you don't want to keep safe see you next time